welcome Phoenix fans to episode 8 of The Burning Bird. I'm Steve Leinert, the play-by-play announcer for your Philadelphia Phoenix. I'm joined tonight by with uh, by Harvish Meta. Harvish, welcome back to the show. Thank you, thank you. This is nice Thursday night. Nice, uh, nice, nice Thursday night. It's yeah, pouring it's outside, pouring. Harvish. <laughs> yeah, we have the NBA Finals going on. Uh, we're in a bar, we're dry. You know, unlike the Phoenix players who are having practice tonight. The Phoenix players are yeah. at practice right now, and we are expecting a very special guest to drop in and join us here on Episode 8 of The Burning Bird. Unfortunately, we are missing one of our partners in crime tonight, Shaggy Alexander Shaggy Shragus is unable to join us, but fear not, Phoenix fans. We have the Shaggy's stat of the week uh, coming up later in the show, but we're here to start. We're going to talk, Harvest and I are going to talk about the AUDL inaugural All-Star game that was just an absolute barn burner, uh, totally entertaining. Turned out to be a 28-27 double overtime sudden death win by Team KPS over Team Rowan. Harvest, your team that you picked sure showed up and, and balled out. Your Paul Jonas pick was turned out to be quite prescient. He, he had a particularly good game. Yeah, um, I think earlier uh, I was talking about the heat map I saw. They actually posted two heat maps. Some of the best players that played in the All-Star game, Ben Yacht and, and Giannis. So they, they had some impressive heat maps, barely any drops. Giannis had so many passes in the backfield. I think it was 32 passes the backfield uh it was impressive he was all over the field all the time so i picked a really good handler i guess and you, you, yeah. you you were out to pick handlers and you definitely scored big time with paul Giannis. i had i had cubit too i mean cubit had a good game he was he a, a he was a bust yeah, yeah he was, you know not really but no he didn't really yeah he, he didn't look like he fit in with like yeah. you know he was like which of these things is not like the other? Which of these things is not the same? But, hey, good for him. He got to experience an ADL All-Star weekend up in Madison. And uh, the Phoenix representative of the uh, in the All-Star game, Sean Mott, definitely uh, showed up well for the Phoenix, scoring three goals, tallying three assists. He was a, uh, uh, a plus six, uh, playing 27 points. Uh, Pretty good stats for Monty. I think he looked pretty good out there. Yeah, I just want to make sure we know that he was my uh, my first pick. Yes, he was he's, your first he's my overall first pick, pick. First of all, pick Team Rowan's twenty fifth overall pick. However, there Harvish and but for twenty fifth pick, he sure gave really good value. There's no question. Now my first overall pick, and we're gonna get back to Mott for a second. My first overall pick, and we're gonna have let, let's debate this if we don't mind for a second. Okay. Match Max Shepard from the Pittsburgh Thunderbirds wins the MVP award, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, now Max Shepard had a nice game. He had three goals, same as Mott, five assists, two blocks, two hundred and eighteen yards receiving, playing twenty nine points, twenty two twenty three out of uh, throwing the disc. Yes. Right. Okay. Winning the MVP award. My number one overall pick was Ben Yacht. Can I give you some of his stats and we can can we compare them yeah, to Mr. Shepherds for, for just one second here? Because I think Ben Yacht was robbed of a, of an an absolute MVP award, and if he doesn't like get somewhere some cachet from it down the road, some karma, 
I mean, it's 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 like really, it's a, it's just a darn shame what happened in Madison. Okay, here's Ben Yacht's stats. Okay, now Max Shepard had three goals. Ben Yacht, four, four goals. Okay, uh, Max Shepard five assists. Ben Yacht five assists as well. But Ben Yacht threw the game-winning goal to Giannis in double overtime to win the game. Okay, so that fifth assist carried a little bit more weight than perhaps Max Shepard's fifth assist did. Okay, that's number two. Then number three, Ben Yacht played 29 points, same as, same as Shepard. Uh, he had three blocks. Shepard had two. I mean, who's having the better game here, Harvish? Who's having the better game? How about that 68 completion percentage from Yacht? Uh, 68% completion percentage? Nah, that's, that's what he has. That's what I'm reading oh, right now. That would put a... Only uh, 11 completions. Well, but the, one of them was five really turnovers. Five turnovers. Five well, turnovers. That's probably why Shepard emerged <laughs> with it. Okay, so you're 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 making an argument for Shepard. Are you saying Ben Yacht wasn't the best player on the field? And Mike Shepard. I think he was the best player. And it says when they make a heat map of someone that good, he he, I didn't he see was Matt Shepard's heat map. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. I didn't see that, but I think. I think Matt Shepard was a surprise, you know. I think he was also kind of a great story as well. He had a. Uh, they were talking about how surprised he was that he was an All Star. I read these articles that Shepard didn't even know he was an All Star. He didn't even think about it until he was there that day, and how grateful he was to be playing with those thirty-two players. And I think, I think that's what impacted the decision. Also, maybe the turnovers could have been something that, that uh, yeah, yeah that, affected but, as well. I, I believe whoever made that decision was completely affected by Ben Yacht's decision. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are now joined by our special guest here this evening, uh, the Philadelphia Phoenix's all-star himself, Sean Mott. Mott, welcome to the Burning Bird. Thank you for joining us mid midstream here. Thank you very much. You can help yourself the wings. Uh, we are we are at Flanagan's Boathouse here tonight, a sponsor of the Phoenix, and uh, very happy to have Mott. These are. Uh, mild hot wings, so they might uh, give you a little sting because <laughs> I didn't personally think they were going to be that hot. I had a little sweat going, yeah. and as and as a bigger guy, as a bigger guy, it's a little embarrassing when you get a little sweat going and start eating some food. But anyway, uh, so Ma, we have a few questions for you. Thanks for joining us. I mean, uh, first off, how was practice tonight in the rain? I mean, uh, you guys just powered through, or uh... um, we actually had to take a uh, twenty-minute break for lightning. So okay. A little bit, a little bit of off time. Um, I thought the focus stayed throughout the break, though. Uh, everybody came out, five minute warm up, and we just powered through it. Okay, cool, cool. We were uh, Harvest and I were just uh, talking about the All Star game, and uh, we were we were starting to debate whether Ben Yacht might have uh, gotten the, uh, shafted for the MVP award uh, over Max Shepard, but uh, Harvest did point out that he did have five turnovers. And Shepard had one, and that probably was the pivotal uh, decision-making process uh, for everybody that's there and uh, uh, over over whoever made those decisions. So, um, yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, what did you think? First off, I got we got a ton of questions for you to interview you here tonight. Okay, so that's kind of cool. But uh, what did you think? You think Shepard or Yacht would let me? I'm gonna have to give it to Shepard. Um, he was, in my opinion the most threatening player on the field. Um, every time he got it in his hands, he was looking to shoot it. Um, not to say that Yacht wasn't, but uh, I think with that turnover disparity, I'm going to have to give it to Shepard. Okay. All right. All right. Harvest, you got something? You, you yeah, before, before we go any further, I just want to know, he had the first pick. 
He had a first pick in the whole draft. He picked Yacht. I did pick Ben Yacht as the yeah. first overall pick. Yeah. And he picked and Harvest did pick you. Second. Second overall. Dude, I got you, man. So, I, yeah, and so, you performed. Yeah, and you performed. I didn't, I didn't do bad. <laughs> three goals, three assists, plus six, and twenty-seven points, 102 yards receiving, two hundred and uh five throwing. Uh, 19 out of 19 completion percentage. Uh, not, not, a, not a bad showing on that stage for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, so what was it like uh, going out there and playing with those caliber players in front of that type of crowd that Madison always seems to draw? Yeah, um, it was awesome. Crowd was great. They were up on their feet the whole time, and uh, the game was amazing. Um, just playing like that high level of ultimate was – I haven't done it before, so – just getting out there and like everybody out there could make a national team. Like everybody's a straight stud, and there was like a few like fun 50-50s that we put up and stuff. But like the decision making was awesome. No horrible throws. It was it was perfect. Now, um, a, a lot of All Star games get a lot of flack for not having a lot of effort. Like the NBA right. All Star games, like one hundred and eighty to one hundred and seventy six. You know, yeah, or, right. or, like, yeah, or, or like the flag football game, right? Or the, no, the NFL one is a complete Bowl, joke, oh the Pro Bowl is a complete joke anymore. Um, what do you think the effort level was from the uh, everybody out there? Because from our vantage point, watching it on TV, yeah. it, it seemed like everybody was out there, he wanted to win, and they were given their their, their, their full effort, yeah. Um, at first, it like you know, fun game, people were feeling each other out, and then uh. Team KPS started putting it on us a little. I think that uh, got Team Rowan a little mad, so we started, you know, laying into them a little bit. And I think that's when it all exploded. The start of that second half, everybody was just giving it all they had. Right. You you uh, you seem to have more playing time in the second half, and you seem to really impact your team in a positive way to help pull them back into the because you guys were down yep. for quite a bit there for a yep. little while, and then you made that big second half push. What was the uh, was, what was the impetus for that to uh, happen? Um, I think it was just rowing at halftime was like basically pleading to us where he like didn't see the effort and like he just wanted to put on a show for the fans and I think we all resonated with that and like really wanted to put on a good showing for the fans. Right. What was your what was your favorite part of the entire weekend uh, like overall? I mean, was it was it the game itself, or was it an interaction you might have with the fans? Um, actually, funny enough, um, we walked in for the clinics, and the first two jerseys we saw were two Phoenix jerseys. <laughs> All right, that's oh, great. A, there you go, there you go. What numbers? Um, one was a fan made, and the other was a uh, Esser jersey. Oh, All right, that's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Well, that uh, the, the guys that had turned around and give cool. you like you know to be it's all cool. right, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. And who was your favorite player? Was there one player that stood out where like you like particularly hanging with, where you got along particularly well? Um, I'd say playing wise, yeah. Um, I'd go with Pat Shrywise from the Radicals. Okay. Um, which is funny because he's a space heater guy and I'm an amp guy. Right, right. Um, I say off the field wise, I really enjoyed uh, Ben Katz a lot. Okay. I thought he was funny, yeah. even though he's a division rival. Right, right. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, what was your favorite part that didn't involve the game? Was it was it the clinics? Was it running the the, the, the clinics were awesome. Hotel was awesome. Um, 
How was your flight I, out? Was your flight good? Flight was solid. Um, yeah. I, I'll probably go with clinics. Uh, okay. Clinics and um, all the cheering and heckling during the uh, skills challenge. Okay. All right. All right. That was a, so, what was that like? Yeah. I mean, I, were, were people giving you a hard time? Were you involved in skills? I, I would. I was not involved. It was. Um, oh, okay. All right. I was going to okay. say. <laughs> yeah. What was your skill? Uh, from the east, it was. Uh, they were doing teams of two, and they were doing it by division, and um, it was Ben Katz and Rowan. And uh, first competition they did was a pull and. Our division did pretty well, and we were kind of laying into all the other guys in the other divisions, and then uh, we ended up taking them last in the whole thing. They, yeah, they oh. got the no because they got a pick up. They got fired up for that skills competition. Right. Like the, the, that Freud guy from the Roughnecks was right. like very, uh, very started, fired up. Started going crazy. Yeah, I mean he was going off there. All right, all right, all right. So um, this has been like mostly positive, and it wouldn't be an interview with me if it just was totally positive. Of course. So uh, if there was something you could change about the weekend, if anything at all, what, what would it, what would be something that you might look to do differently going forward? Uh, skills challenge. Okay. Um, I'll give I'll give you one personal and one league. Um, skills challenge. This is my league one. Um, I I talked to a few people before beforehand, and I was trying to get it uh, approved. Um, I wanted it to be the whole division. And like we choose who we want in each event. Okay. I think that would be cool. Kind of like beer fest. Right. <laughs> I'm doing das boot right, right now. I'm good. Go I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I'd say personal. Um, probably take a few more naps. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty worn out after the weekend. Uh, I know, like. Yeah, and a few other people were getting naps in in between stuff, and uh, I think I should have went that route. Okay, I mean that's a good. It's nice to be around those veterans, learn a little trick here, <laughs> right, and there, right, right, right. right. All right. Well, I mean, the, the, so that, that leads me to my next question. I mean, did you hang out in Madison after the game? Did you guys and uh, go clubbing yeah. and go uh, go get some brewskis out there? I mean, um, Madison's a cool town, man. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a good time. Um, we all went out to. I forget the name of it. It was a sponsored event, though, and uh, at the bar. It was a good time. Shuffleboard, pool, and then uh, there was a dance place like 10 minutes away. A bunch of people went to that after. So it was fun. Good time. Good time. Good time. Did you do any uh, recruiting out on the trip? Try to get some uh, people maybe come to fill I'd, it up? I would, I would say... Uh, <laughs> More no comment. More uh, got got recruited. Got got recruited. Then uh, recruiting, I did. Okay. Hampson was putting in some words though. All right. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Hampson actually got a lot of TV time on the sideline. He did. He did. Like you know, he was he was seemingly everywhere. The camera seemed to find Hampson everywhere he went. Anything on the record you can tell us? Like who's recruiting you? I want to know. Like Uh, just just talking to people. On my team and stuff, nothing, okay. nothing to wear. You know, it's what it's what those. But when you're when you're that good, everybody tries to talk to everybody about going everywhere, man. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's more so just like, hey, like, hey, just you think, should think maybe, of the possibilities. Right, right. You should check this out next year. Nothing, yeah. nothing to wear. You know, like NFL or NBA would find them for tampering or anything. Uh, right. No, of just like, not. just like, hey, like, you know, maybe next year you should you play over here. Get, 
No, I'm just... Harvest, are you trying to get Mott in trouble? <laughs> no, I just want, like... Can we, we could do, be fine for tampering Can here. we do trades? Like, what's the free agency happen? Can Wait, we do whoa, trades? Whoa, whoa, oh, are you okay. saying you want to trade Sean Mott no, the no, Phoenix? No, 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 I'm not what saying that. What is going that. on now? No, maybe... What is happening here? <laughs> maybe have a draft or something. All <laughs> right, all right. So, the double, double overtime, though, that had to be very cool. I mean, in front of that crowd, for it to be... To, for it to be a close game instead of a blowout, awesome. it had to be like I mean, about as good as it got, right? Yeah. Um, heartbreaking that we lost, though. Sure, absolutely heartbreaking that you lost, but I mean, yeah, in the end, cool experience overall, huh? But very cool, very cool. Now, Harvest, speaking about cool experiences, now Harvest drafted his team. You were very close to beating me, much closer than Wait. anyone would have thought. Anyone would have thought, but Shaggy has announced that I indeed emerged victorious. I had Mott and had the MVP, though. Yes, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you did, and you I'm made it much closer. But your, and Giannis. Your, your poor drafting <laughs> overall doomed you from the start there, Arvis. So, I must say. So, anyway, uh, we, we are again we are at Flanagan's Boathouse. Uh, Sean Mott, the all-star, has joined us here um, uh, for, the, uh, for the episode 8 of The Burning Bird. Uh, come to Flanagan's Boathouse after each Phoenix home game. There's one this Sunday against the D.C. Breeze. We'll be getting to that in just one moment. We're, we're going to talk to, uh, to to Mod about the plethora of new players that are on the roster for the New York Empire game and get his uh, get his quick uh, observations of each one because uh, something like Harvish. I mean, I mean, I do my homework, but I can't speak for Harvest. He doesn't know any of these guys. I, you know, just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are these practices closed? Like, can I come to these practices? No, watch? absolutely. <laughs> we can come to these practices. <laughs> I mean, we'll have to give you this double secret. <laughs> Right. You know, on the side. I, I get a clipboard, like, right? As long as I get a clipboard. Yeah, yeah. you got to look official, Harvest. Okay, you know yeah. I mean? so, and a whistle as well. Well, well no, nobody's going to give you a whistle because then people think they have to listen to you. Nobody got to listen to you. Oh, come on. So close. All right. So come to Flanagan's Boathouse after the games, uh, after the uh, Phoenix home games. There's only two more left here at home, uh, although six uh, games remaining on the season. And before we move into the uh, New York Empire, actually, you know what? We're going to do the Shaggy Stat of the Week. Before the DC preview, let's talk to Sean Mott now and talk to some of the about some of these new players that are on the roster for the Empire for the uh, Phoenixes. First off, as the lay as the two week layoff been troublesome for you guys? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it was good, but uh, the practices have been solid, and uh, I feel like everybody's still ready to go. I feel like p- people are uh, itching to get back out there. I know. I know. It's yeah. been troublesome for us as a podcast coming up for stuff to talk about. <laughs> you know. I mean, like last week, was the practice canceled? Practice practice was canceled, and then we had the rain today. Yeah. Um, but we actually did a uh, doubleheader this week yeah. with Tuesday and Thursday. Do you think you guys have enough practice to be fresh for Saturday, Sunday? I I think we'll be all right. Um, we uh, have a lot of first timers coming into this okay. game I think that's going to be big because they don't really have the miles on their legs yet do we, do, do we have people is this a roster for the whole weekend or we have another roster coming out for DC we have, we have another roster coming out for DC oh, I great. believe okay. yeah. good, good, good. so we're just going to go over the New York Empire roster now because okay. it's the only one we have Yes. they haven't released the one for the Breeze quite yet on, uh, on their Twitter page and if you uh, are on Twitter uh, please go follow the Phoenix at uh at PHL underscore Phoenix um, on the uh, that's their Twitter handle, and uh, also go follow the uh, at the Burning Bird. Uh, that is also a, a a new Twitter handle the Phoenix are rolling out there this year. 
Um, sorry, so I'm going to name a player. You give me your quick synopsis there, Mr. Mott, right. about, uh, about this particular player. Now, Austin Lillis, um, he played in a game or two earlier this year, but I still don't know very much about him. Give me what you know about him and what you give me some of his strengths. Uh, handler, um, explosive athlete, um, actually had one of the fastest 40s at our combine, um, and I really enjoy watching him get a hold of one. He has some of the biggest throws on our team, uh, and he's yet to display that, but I think he'll get a hold of one or two in the game. All right. And Jordan uh, Chicarone. Um, Jordan. I hope I'm saying Is it Cicerone? Cicerone. Cicerone, Italian? Cicerone. Well, maybe Chicarone. I mean, Jeff George said Chicarone when I talked about it. I think Chicarone. Oh, my bad. I'm not going to 100% it. No, no, that's fine. But this is good that we're getting this out now instead of on Saturday, right? So, good. Right. He's just very solid, well-rounded player. Had a couple of games last year and performed very solidly. I remember one game he had, like, Three goals and like two assists. So he's offense. He is actually a D line player. D line, okay. But I believe we may see him on a few O twos or something. All right, now this next player is um, actually someone that's near and dear to my my heart personally. Uh, Greg Moeller. Uh, Greg was um, my uh, captain at uh, Radnor High when I was coaching there, and I know uh, yeah I know him quite well now. I know that Mott is a Pensbury guy and a Radnor, and the Pensbury has quite the Rivalry in the high school, but what do you think about having Greg Moeller on your squad going in, like, up against the Empire this weekend? Uh, it hurts that he's a Radner guy, but um, <laughs> uh, these wounds run deep. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big boy. Um, he's very tall. Tall player, uh, athletic. Yeah, and we're gonna look to you know get him into similar positions that we got like Greg Martin into and unleash him. Um, I think he could be. Uh, goal scoring monster if he gets in the right spots. He's also a jumper? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a jumper? Yeah. Oh, oh, he can jump get higher? up. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Who can jump higher? Greg Martin or Greg I'm, Martin? I'm giving okay. it to Greg. Yeah, Greg no, Martin. Greg, Greg Martin. <laughs> There's some NBA players that can't jump as high as Greg Martin, man. My word. When he dunks it over the goalpost, like, he clears that thing like Vince Carter cleared it when he dunked over with his elbow hanging from the, from the rim that one time in the dunk contest. Um, yeah, Greg Moeller comes from a great family, too. I got to say that, man. I mean, just uh, like Riggs and John. And I actually the, have Riggs on mom. my summer league team. Riggs is a good guy. <laughs> I mean, they're really good people. So, All right, uh, Matthew Ballman. Uh, Balls, um, he's a uh, same as Greg. Big boy, um, very athletic player. Um, we've primarily used him on defense. Um, I think he could be your yacht matchup. Oh, wow. All right. All right. I, was, I was thinking about it. Now, yeah. so you say that, right? And that leads me to kind of a, a question I was going to ask you at the end of all this. These new guys, is it is it like an advantage to them that they don't even know what they're getting themselves into in a sense that they, they, they're not like, oh, well, I'm, I'm playing against Ben Yacht. They're right. like, this is just another tall dude I'm playing defense against, right. and I better do something to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you think there's something to that? Do you think uh, it plays to their benefit? Yeah. Honestly, when I first came into the league and I didn't really know anybody, I was, like, fearless taking people on. And uh, I think a lot of these guys are kind of the same way, where it's like, oh, I don't really know this guy. Like, let's see what he's got. And they really try and challenge him. All right. All right. Oh, that's, this, is, this is cool. This is cool. All right, Eric Whitmer. Uh, Whit, um, former uh, soccer player, um, very fast, a lot of stamina. Um, 
has actually been developing very good throws over the season. I'm excited to see if he gets a chance to unleash one. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see him. I think on defense, um, he's, a, he's a hound. He, he even gives me trouble at practice. <laughs> he even gives Sean Mott trouble at practice. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So who, who are our handlers who are, who are we adding? Do we have anyone that's going to fill that, that role? Next guy on his list. Evan Next Carson. Guy. Evan Carson okay. is the... Uh, I was gonna. So that, that that's the uh, another person that is played sparingly throughout the year. I still don't know very much about. So these insights that you're giving me are very right. are awesome for me as the as the play by play announcer. As yeah. You know, so it's like it's kind of like you're helping me with my homework. <laughs> so uh, all right. So tell us about Mr. Carson here. Uh, just very solid player. Um, doesn't make a lot of bad decisions. Um, surprisingly good in the air. Um, he's around my height, but. Uh, doesn't really get beat in the air that often, um, and really good throws, break, open, he, he can hit everything. All right, well, the uh, the Phoenix travel up to Joseph Facina Field in New York on Saturday night for a game at 6 p.m. You can tune in on AUDL-TV uh, to watch the Phoenix there. Don't forget to favorite the Phoenix on that. I mean, because the Phoenix are Montreal's killing it with the subscriptions yeah. over there. Like the Phoenix, the Phoenix are like wouldn't mind moving into a second place. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. So, uh, all right. So real, real quick, Harvish, uh, the, 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 these new faces against the Empire. I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit. Uh, what do you what do you think the outcome is going to be in uh, and uh, on in in New York City on before Saturday we, night? Before we get there, I feel like we're adding a lot of new faces, so I feel like the mindset is still to win, right? Still to win, right? Yeah. A, lot, a lot of new faces. These these athletes want to prove themselves, and this is what you were talking yeah. about last week. Yeah, right? I they want were... I want to see different players against New York. Try them out, then see how they do against DC the next day if they perform. That's I think that's what. I want to see him. You know, I think this is an uphill battle against New York. See these all-stars play on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly. I mean, like, Why? Let's go there. It's maybe, scary. Hey, maybe Bo Kittridge is a little tired from the extra week. I mean, I don't know. Sean, how are you feeling? Are you, are you, are you feeling like you're a little younger than Bo? But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean. Uh, I, I got a – he's got a couple of years on me. But uh, I think he'll be ready to go. Uh, I think they'll all be ready to go, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But if we have these these young young bucks, you know, willing to prove themselves, just run after them all day. Make sure they don't touch the disc. Yeah. There, there, maybe, there, maybe. there is a there is there is a universe in which the Phoenix can win this game. Yep. And as Shaggy would say, we're not necessarily living in that universe, perhaps <laughs> right now. But no, in all seriousness, no, the Phoenix, there is a path to victory here. I mean, if those guys come out and do play their rear ends off on defense and get blocks yep. and make secure catches. And actually attack downfield with some cutting and getting open downfield instead of allowing them, uh, forcing the Phoenix to swing the disc repeatedly. Then yeah, no, they they, they have a shot. Yeah. They got a puncher's chance in any game, you know. Exactly. But if they but if they don't do that, they find them. They 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 have a lot of unforced uh, errors and they tend to shoot themselves in the foot, yeah. and that tends to lead to a Montreal type outcome, which. We do not want to see have happen again. I'm sure. Okay. So, so my outcome would be. So I'm expecting New York to sleep on this game a little bit. Okay. I feel like they're expecting us to kind of put new faces out there before DC. And I think they'll sleep on it. I would give. I want. I think so. Uh, I'm a dire Phoenix fans. So I'm gonna put I know. I know 16 you are. to 15 
Philadelphia Phoenix. Hey, I'm, I'm proud that you put the big number first there. Yeah, right, I, I'm learning. Job. I'm learning. All right, all right. All right. Phoenix 16, <laughs> New York uh, 15. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Phoenix put up a really good fight. I think they fall 21-17. I think it's I think it's a good thing. Put up a good fight, but I, I think but I think it sets the stage for Sunday, which I think is their big targeted game right now. I mean, right now this is the game the Phoenix has to have because of the loss to Montreal. Is the DC Breeze are coming in uh, two p.m. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Father's Day, AA Garthway Stadium, second to last home game. Division, like you know, they they have to have this game if they want to stay in the playoff race. And that's going to lead us to the shaggy stat of the week. And he wants me to ask you specifically okay. about about this here on the on the back end. Uh, Rowan McDonald, right, having another MVP caliber season. Right. Um, he has thirty nine goals, thirty five assists. Those are top five in the AUDL in both categories. His fifty nine uh, plus minus is the best in the league um, against Philly, though. Only three goals, three assists, and uh, plus five. And it's his worst statistical game of the season. What does the Philadelphia Phoenix do to seemingly keep Rowan McDonald from blowing up? Um, or do you, or do you not want to let that secret out at all? Right? Now? I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I don't think it's much of a secret. We put a, we put our stopper on him, and that's Nard. Um, Nard takes all the top guys and. Our defense goes as Nard goes. When he's locking people down, our defense tends to go off. Um, and typically he doesn't get beat that often. All right. All right. Well, uh, okay. So now the, the D.C. Breeze uh, it tends to catch other teams in trouble when they have a back-to-back and the other team only has a one game. Right. Now, D.C. only has the one game this weekend, I'm, I, I believe. I'm not... I think so. I, I, I believe that's correct. Yeah, well, I, I can, so I can check that. Is that, is that little cause of concern for the, the Breeze coming up to, to play in that, just that one game? Or do you think the fact that they're traveling kind of even things out for you guys, even though you traveled the night before? I mean, New York's only two and a half hours oh, away. Oh, yeah, Toronto. Like, oh, they're, oh, they're, yeah, Toronto oh, on Saturday. Oh, at home? Oh, uh, at home. Yeah, it has to be home. They can't be going to Toronto. No, no, no. It's, yeah. it's at home. Yeah. It's actually... <laughs> All right, so I was wrong. So the Breeze are playing the the Rush. Right. Ooh, man, it, this could be a big it, swing game. Game of the week, too. So maybe you never know. Well, the the Rush, if the Rush gets that get, get that win and the Phoenix can turn around and get a win on Sunday, suddenly the Phoenix are thrust back into the playoff picture. Yeah. You know, if they're no longer on the outside looking in, they go back to controlling their own mm-hmm. destiny. Has that been talked about in practice, or has uh, this been no. brought up at all? Or do you, would you rather that these young kids not know any of this and just have them Fo- blissfully focused? Uh, focuses on New York right now. Uh, focuses in on, on New York now. Okay, all right, all right. All right, and uh, so after, after New York, after D.C., you have one home game left. You're, right. you're you're now going on the road for most of the season. You yeah. have a Canada trip, the the uh, including one one game in Toronto, which you got to think the Rush are going to have a little payback on their mind going going on. They and might want to hurt us a little. They, they bit. might want to they might want to put it to you yeah. a little bit to send a message that they they're still one of the bigger dogs in the yeah. Eastern Division. Um, how big is this weekend for the for the Philadelphia Phoenix as a franchise right here? I mean, is this a make or break, or what's it what's Huge. it to you? Um, this basically uh, we had the same situation last year. Um, we coming down the stretch, 
we had to win some games to put us in contention for that last playoff spot. We uh, didn't win those games. Um, I'm hoping this year that we can do that, and I think we have the roster to do it. The Phoenix always played a breeze tough, and they always played a breeze. They always played always tough, tough at home. That's my favorite game to watch. The yeah. Phoenix and Breeze favorite one. And then and Coach Darrell yeah. Stanley coming up back, back back with his his big boys that he's he's got rolling. It seems to be right now. I mean, he, he just can't. He just can't beat the the, the the Empire. He just can't. He keeps getting close. He can't. Good, good for us though. It's it, it is good <laughs> for us, and it sets up a really fun weekend. So, for all you fans that don't have your tickets yet, Father's Day, two p.m. Bring your dad out to AA Garthway Stadium in scenic downtown, lovely Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. Um, again, second to last home game of the year. Uh, come on out, see Sean Mott play Rowan McDonald, and uh, let's see some fireworks in the Eastern Division. Harvest, you got anything you want to add in? I, I've kind of dominated the questions most of the evening. I mean, if you uh, have anything you want to add. Oh, now. nothing else. I mean, uh Anything Shaggy said? Do we have any other quotes from him? That we, we don't have any other. Out? We don't no? have any other Nothing Shaggy quotes, unfortunately, okay. for the for the for this evening. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see these new faces play. You know, we can find a gem this you, this you, weekend. You, you never you know. Find a rising star and who's the next Sean Mott? You never know. I'm, yeah. I'm very optimistic. We haven't seen the best Phoenix yet. We have not seen the best Phoenix yet, and that can happen this week. Well, it's time. It's I mean, with, with this layoff, it's time to it's time to it's time to uh, yeah. do it or not do it. Yeah. I mean, it's like what did uh, Morgan Freeman say in the Shawshank Redemption? Get busy living or get busy dying. Well, this is that weekend, I believe, for yeah. the for the Philadelphia Phoenix. So, uh, Mr. Mon, anything you want to add? Thank you for joining us again here on the Burning Bird. Uh, I believe there's a parting gift. Jeff George owes you a gold watch for joining us on the Burning Bird. I'm on. <laughs> Oh, if we can get him to buy these wings, that would be tremendous. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Uh, for uh, uh, All-Star Sean Mott, uh, for Harvish Meta, for my missing partner in crime, Alexander Shregas, I'm Steve Liner. Thank you for joining us on Episode 8 of The Burning Bird. <laughs>